Hello, and welcome to the Civil War Regiments podcast, here to provide you mainly with the readings and accounts of the common soldiers of the American Civil War, giving insights to the daily lives of the soldiers through diaries and more. The primary source of these entries are from the outstanding Time Life series, Voices of the Civil War, which I highly recommend for anyone's library. Today's account is from Voices of the Civil War, Soldier Life, an entry by Sergeant George H. Warden of the 16th New York Heavy Artillery. Sergeant Warden wrote this reminiscence of the Galoot, or Jonah, in his regiment, a soldier named Hake, for the March 28, 1895 edition of the National Tribune, the official newspaper for Union veterans. Hake later redeemed himself in the eyes of his comrades by heroically saving the regiment's colors during a Confederate counterattack at Deep Bottom Run, Virginia, during the Petersburg Campaign in late July 1864. Here follows the account of Sergeant Warden. Who that ever entered the surface of our Uncle Sam does not remember the Army Galoot? He was on the right or on the left, in the front or rear rank, but always there, even in a crack regiment of each state. His clothes gave him away at the first glance. His cap was stuck on the back of his head, with top pushed heavenward. His pants and dress coat never matched for size and seldom fitted. If the coat was large, the pants would be too small, or vice versa. Sometimes he would hop-skip into step, but more often he would only succeed in doing so after he had deranged the step of all the men in his rear. He was also prone to step on those file leader's heels, or, if carrying his gun at right shoulder, to prick the eyes out of the fellow in his rear. He always forgot half his duffel, and wanted to go back after he had been on the march only an hour. He never could order arms without knocking off all the toes of the man on his right. The other fellows always stole his blankets, and defaulted on the tobacco they borrowed of him. Ditto postage stamps. Generally speaking, he was always out of luck and pretty often homesick and lousy. Our regiment had a shining example of this kind. He probably received more damning the first six months after his enlistment than any president who ever vetoed pension bills. Poor devil. How I used to pity him. The officers had to take him out of the ranks and put him in a cookhouse for fear of mutiny. There it was worse, for he hadn't been there two days before he put sugar in the bean soup and salt in the coffee. Then he upset the camp kettle on the commissary sergeant, and scalded him so badly that he was absent in hospital for three months. After that, he was sent back to the company for duty. Of course, he wasn't safe to put in any place except on some fatigue duty, and there he was left-handed, and never could tell whether a thing was anywhere near plumb, square, or level by looking at it. Hake was a corker, and as the boys used to say, born in the wrong of the moon. Of course, he had malaria and shakes, camp dissenter, itch, fleas, and all that sort of thing. You never knew anything of that kind to skip the galoot. At first, I used to study him as one of the seven wonders of the world. Then, as his traits began to show themselves as something peculiarly and wonderfully different from everything else in nature, I began to admire him. He was unique. But after a while, I found out another peculiarity. Whatever else was wrong, the man's heart was all right. 
Not the least doubt about that. Well, we kept him along with us in some way or another, not daring to let him go into any kind of fight for fear he would break everything all up in some unaccountable way. Until there was Deep Bottom, the fight in August 1864. When we are along near Crow's Nest, someone from the ranks sang out, Worden by the Lord Harry, I've forgotten my cartridge box. It was Hake, and there he was, expecting to be in a fight in any minute, and not a cartridge to his name. It was against orders, but I scurried back to the baggage wagon and got him a cartridge box with 80 rounds, and just got back and handed them to him as the Johnnies let loose. Sergeant George H. Worden, 16th New York, Heavy Artillery.